Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. uh, Let me know where you're from, whether you're in YouTube or whether you're on Facebook or some other channel like that. What I'm going to try and do is every Monday, I'm going to try and go live at some point and just chat with you a little bit uh, to give you something to work on for the week. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about position shifting. So let's say maybe you're in a place where you're learning some of your positions, whether it's pentatonic or diatonic. Maybe you need some help trying to move back and forth between one position to the next. You know, when we practice, oftentimes we learn how to practice you know, going up and down each position, that sort of thing. And what I want to try and help you with is shifting back and forth. So um, again, if you can do me a favor, just chat. Let me know if you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, wherever you are. Um, Hey, Maddie. Hey, Christian. So uh, let's go ahead and get started here. Again, I don't want to take a lot of your time, but I just want to give you something to think about a little bit. So one of the most important things to learn how to do is, you know, you learn how to play licks or you you learn a specified idea that, you know, is going to be really powerful and awesome when you play it. Uh, Hey, Brian, watching from the dental office. Uh, And so what we want to do is is learn how to meander in between these really great ideas that you have. So maybe you, um, you know, you've been working on a particular lick that you really love and you want to keep going. Hey, everybody, Dancing Flames is here. Uh, We got all kinds of people. This is awesome. Jill from London. Mike is here. Hey, Mike. Uh, Demetrio from Calgary. This is great. Okay, so what I want you to think about is, I'm going to call it plotting points is what I call it a lot, is when when you've got some ideas, maybe you're you're playing a cover song and there's some parts of the solo that you want to play, or you've written your own solo for whatever reason, an original song or a cover tune or whatever it might be. And um, hey, everybody. Hey, Armando. Hey, William. Awesome. So you've, you've got these parts that you want to try and connect. What we do in between those parts is what I refer to as meandering, which is really just our availability of being able to move around the fretboard. That's what we're looking for. Okay. Um, looks like everybody can see me. Okay. George says he can't see me. Let me know if you can see and hear me. Okay. Looks like everybody seems to be doing okay, but let me know for sure if it's working. Um, so anyway, what I want to do today is talk to you about position shifting. Okay. Hey, Jeff. Hey, William. Okay, perfect. Looks like everything's going good. Okay, so when I play, what I want to start doing is thinking about how I move from point A to point B, and those points for us right now are going to be positions. So let's say, for instance, I'm playing, again, I always try and play like an A minor pentatonic just to keep everything constant from lesson to lesson, and then you can move them in whatever key you want. So let's say I'm in A minor pentatonic. And I want to move down, okay? So I know I've got my, what I'll call my fifth position sitting below me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and move. And at some point I have to decide what finger and what fret I'm going to shift on to get down into that fifth position, right? So if I'm here, let's say I'm, so what I'm doing is I'm visualizing the first position and I'm visualizing the fifth position, right? And now I have to decide what finger and what fret I'm going to do this position shift on, okay? So let's see, 
or excuse me, let's say I'm going to go on my first finger on the third string. So I'm on the fifth fret. Well, I'd have to slide down then to the second fret because that's what's available on that string in that position. Right? So what I want to do then is get used to having that be my position shift. Maybe I'm playing up here in A minor pentatonic. And then right there, I drop down. Okay, now once I've dropped down into that fifth position and I'm at the second fret, I have to decide what to do next, right? So when I'm here, now I could move around. Or maybe what I'll do is I'll just use this as an effect and I'll drop down into that fifth position, second fret, and then I'm going to slide right back up. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Mayo. Hey, Andreas. Um, so I go to my pinky or my third finger, whichever one I want, on the fifth fret, which is now in this fifth position, and I'm going to slide, and now I'm right back home again in that first position. Now, remember, as I talk about these things, um, let's see, Cezanne says, can't see the fretboard. Subtitle blocks the fretboard. Subtitle? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know anything about a subtitle, but I can look at trying to get that removed. I'm, or maybe you can just shut it off on your end, too. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay? So, the thing to understand is when I'm doing this, don't really worry about whether or not you are sliding or picking that's a that's a you thing right so don't worry about whether I'm sliding and whether you should slide you know I might play it and pick but I like the the sound of a slide you see what I mean so it's a really nice way of just being able to shift and and again as I'm playing I'm telling myself I shouldn't do that don't worry about how fast you're going, okay? Don't worry about the speed. Always remember one of the great things about the guitar is being able to breathe. And breathing for us means that we either pause or we stop and take a breath. And we breathe, okay? That's how we breathe on the guitar is we stop playing. So when I play, I might come down here and hang out for just a little bit. And then, thanks, Dale. Ben, thank you, man. You see, so I can breathe. Now, that's one way of being able to do a position shift, and you can do it on any string. If you were playing... And you just have to practice these things. So don't feel like, you know, again, when I was younger and I would play, I would play what I call with blinders on, where I would play a position... And then, you know, out of obligation, because I'm learning how to play guitar, I would shift into another position. But usually when I'd get there, I didn't know that position very well. But even if I did, then I'm, again, playing up and down with blinders on it. What I want you to start thinking about is you can just bop down into that position and then just head back if you want to, right? Whether you're physically sliding or whether you're, you're shifting, right? Either way you want to think about it, it's perfectly fine, Okay. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. 
VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Hey, Andre. Happy Monday to you too out there. Um, so what we can do then, let me show you this one because this is another one that I really want you to think about. Now, of course, this is going to require you to know more positions. And so don't get stressed out if you don't know these. It's okay. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to start up here in the first position again. And this time what I'm going to do is I'm going to slide into the second position. So the second position sitting right over here. Right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to slide in on the third string. So just like I slid down to the fifth position on the third string, this time what I'm going to do is I'm going to slide up, but I'm going to slide from the fifth fret. Hey, Dean from sunny Florida. We are not sunny here in uh, North Dakota right now. So I envy you. Okay, so now I'm in that position. And again, I could slide in and maybe I work that position for a while or maybe I just go back into... See, I just, I just turned around here. Good morning from the Philippines. Hey, nice to have you here. Where should you start learning scales? I would most certainly start with pentatonic and just learn one position of pentatonic, just the, mi- the main position, the minor pentatonic, for instance, just the first position is a great place. Hello from North Dakota. Uh, Zemeo looks like he's from Scotland. That's awesome. So what we're going to do here is as I shift up in here, I want to show you something else. What I could do, now I'm going to drop back to the 7th fret, and then I'm going to go to the 10th fret. So I'm working in the 2nd position here, and watch this. I'm going to slide up to the 3rd position. So I went... And see how awesome those little slides sound? And you can phrase it however you want. Again. So much of this stuff that I'm going to try and talk to you about when I do these live sessions is not how fast you can do them. The problem again, and I had a lot of problems when I was learning how to play when I was younger, but it's not, it's not just trying to do everything at maximum speed. Sometimes what you have to do is just take an idea, like even a slide or this position shift thing that we're talking about right now, and learn how to utilize it so it sounds musical. Before you start worrying about 35 other things, and I know that's hard to do, especially nowadays, you know, with all the wonderful content that's out, out there. I saw Ben was just on here, Ben Eller. You know, there's there's a great a lot of great places you can go for content, but don't get overwhelmed by doing too much content at the same time, because if you do that, then you just you wind up not really being able to use any of this stuff. Hey, Jack. Um, so I want you to think about, you know, maybe, and I'll talk about this all the time, but use less content but learn how to use it musically, right? <laughs> it sounds like a Randy Rhodes solo. Okay, so let's keep going. So I, I just shifted up, and then I shifted up again. And right there, I'm on my A, see? So I could play something. Sorry about that. I want to shift on my third string. I want to keep what I'm talking about. And then right here, now I could go back here, 
and go to my third finger right here where I just was and watch this. And subtle, but now I'm in the fourth position. You see? Hey, Steve. Thank you so much. I just can't hang out while you're at work. I get it. Just watch it later. You'll, you'll be fine. So learning how to do these small, subtle position shifts without always having to think when you shift, you have to start doing that. You don't have to do that. You could just shift up. Maybe utilize one other string and then slide back. But always remember, think about two things. Think about number one, what finger you're going to slide on. And number two, where are you going to slide to? Because it makes all the difference in the world. If I'm on the second string and let's say I'm back in my first position here. Hey, Green Mile. Hey, Edison. So if I was playing five and eight right here, right? I'm playing those two notes. If I slide up to the eighth fret with my first finger, and now I can work on this side of the position. I can go up, right? If I'm in this on this 5-8 again and I slide up with my pinky, I've got to work my way downward on that string. Again, I can connect to other strings and that sort of thing. But just think about that a little bit. How do you break musical patterns? When trying to improv between two different backing tracks, my improv seems to sound the same. There's so many ways to do that, and that's one of the reasons why I'm going to try and go live each week and explain this to you. But part of it is, is you have to understand, John, when, when you practice, if, if your daily routine of practice is practicing you know, rudiments, like practicing your scales up and down and things like that, and don't get me wrong, it's all good. So I'm never saying that don't do that. Yes, you should do that. So I'll say that right away. But there's a difference between rudimentary practice and creative practice. When you're trying to be creative, you're, tr you're, you're trying to take what you can see and your availability of being able to move around with what you can see and put those together and then add phrasing and melody and all these kind of things together. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, the key is, is to, to start getting more creative and, and not make your solo sonic scales is don't play scales. Now, obviously you're playing a scale, right? But don't just go... To down pick like Hetfield, look up my three-minute practice. There's a three-minute exercise or something it's called. Just go on YouTube and look for that, and you'll that'll help you to learn how to down pick faster. So instead of playing like that, you learn how to break it into pieces. Like even just take two strings. I always think like Gary Moore. Like just take two strings, four notes, and... Hey, love from India, love from North Dakota, my friend. And you just learn how to try and sing with your guitar. And now with this little sliding we've got. See how you can make it sound more musical instead of just patterns. And again, don't get me wrong. I love patterns. Okay. But think about it. Thank you, Corey. You see what I mean? So that's what you start trying to work with. So with this position shifting that we're talking about today, I just want you to start thinking about that a little bit. So you can always shift in, again, finger and fret. Think about those. When you shift in, you have to decide what you're going to do. Either you're going to maneuver through that new position or you're simply shifting in and then shifting back out. Right now, Lance, I'm using the Kemper. Amp is what I'm using. Uh, 
and then Kevin says, speaking of down picking, is it better to pick heavier or lighter and strings? It's all preference. I use pretty darn light strings because as I get older, it's just easier for me to manipulate the strings. So I use lighter strings, which also means I tend to use a bit of a lighter approach. Okay. So anyway, hopefully that helps you a little bit. So let's stop there. That'll give you something to work on. Again, you can always come back and watch this later. Do me a favor. Uh, always, you know, if you can subscribe to my channel, either on Facebook or YouTube, share the video. I would sure appreciate that. And you can always head to Guitar Zoom and check out my guitar courses. But most importantly this week, stay positive and keep practicing. And again, don't always over overwhelm yourself. Try and just take one little idea. Even if you could take this position shifting idea and practice it for a week or two. You know, we're going to talk about phrasing. We're going to talk about all kinds of tips each week when I go live. We're going to talk about different kinds of things. But it all just sum summarizes to the same thing, which is learning to slow down your thought process, learning to slow down your playing a little bit, and to learn to think more creative. Okay? Uh, let's see here. I use Kemper Amp. Uh, would it be possible to share your profile with us? Uh, yeah, I could, I could throw a couple profiles up there. I think that'd be very easy to do. So I'll get to that sometime this week, okay? So everybody, take care and stay positive and keep practicing, and I'll see you for sure next Monday. I might wind up going live before that. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. put new strings on a bunch of my guitars this weekend so nice yes you still do that stuff yourself <laughs> yeah yep yeah it usually takes about a half an afternoon to uh you know i change them usually like four or five at a time four or five guitars that way it only takes hour or two you know right very cool yeah hey guys thanks for joining us i just uh warm day here in california how warm is it in north dakota steve uh, i think we're sitting right around 25 hey we're above zero there you go man <laughs> yes hey guys thanks for being here really appreciate it truth guitar method troy mike birdie bear birdie bear pat don richard james tom robbins Sean Evans, Alfonso Murr. Guys, thank you for showing up. Anthony Whitaker. Zvetislav. Richie. We have folks from all over the place. Hey, guys, uh, wherever you're from, tell us. We love to read all this cool thing. Belgium, awesome. We love Massachusetts, that. Minnesota, cold here in Minnesota, yeah. Oklahoma yep. City, New Jersey. Hunter from the East Side. That sounds like a movie. I don't know where the East Side is. East Side of what? <laughs> east Side of... <laughs> is that New York? Uh, the Last Jedi. Columbus, Ohio. Wow. A lot of folks here. Fort Myers. The Big Island of Hawaii. Bob Dugan. No, oh, Dungan. Wow. I would love to go to the Big Island of Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, Vienna, Austria, Dundee, Scotland, Reno, Southern Oregon, Norway, Indiana, Scotland. Uh, wow. Virginia, Nigeria. Nigeria, yeah. Georgia, the country. No, Georgia, the state. Uh, Germany, Andreas from Pittsburgh, Germany. Callie, Kevin. Scotland. Hofrichter. 
Awesome. Hello, Super everybody. cool, man. Serbia. Maine. Where in Spain? I've been to Spain before. I'm curious. Uh, Maine, Los Angeles. Guys, this is so cool. I'm, I can just sit and read these all day. Israel. Makes the world look uh, smaller. It does. Iceland. Iceland. That's so cool. I think that may be the first time I've ever seen anybody on one of these calls from Iceland. That's cool. Yeah, Madrid. Oh, that's a great city. One of the great cities of the world. So Scotland in there. Alabama, North Carolina. Where are you from, Fanny Jones in North Carolina? I love North Carolina. Hunter Smith, Vermont, Latvia. Latvia. Crazy Rotterdam City. Dude, this is freaking amazing. This is why we, we should do these. Uh, I think we're on to something doing these in the morning. Uh, here. Yeah, what I said is it's great because then, you know, whether or not there are more viewers, there's just people can, can join worldwide, which is so cool. Yeah. Brownsville, Texas. <laughs> Portugal. Ooh, I've heard that's a beautiful place. Belize, Utah. Crazy. This is freaking me out, man. Okay. Sorry, I have to be have to calm down. Erie, Pennsylvania. Dubai. Dubai. Bombay. Wales. Richardson, Texas. I was just talking wow. about Steve Grimmett from Grim Reaper from the UK. Oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah. We've got another collaboration thing coming soon, so I had to talk to him this morning. <laughs> Somebody said, technically, I'm in a call right now teaching third graders. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.